0: It's Mask
1: 2.0. The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gonza as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Crime News Talk.
0: You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is December 11th, 2020. This is episode 275. And today, wack Super Soldiers. That's right. And you know me. I'm your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to the
2: podcast where we report the egregious while pointing to Jesus, where we will likely offend you because we can be facetious. Uh, supplement your weekly news digestion with us so you can get a well-rounded biblically grounded intake of crazy world events thank you for joining us live or later on the rss feed Uh, twitch doesn't seem like it's connected on my screen but i'm seeing chat so people must be there
0: chatters be chatting
2: man yeah it says zero from twitch on my restream here but
0: oh my gosh Typical. Censorship.
2: Typical, typical. Yes.
0: They've got us. Yeah. Um, well, uh, here we go. It's the last day of wack Cheen Week, Friday. Sure. So we made it through the week. Uh, I. From what I hear, our UK listeners are still alive and kicking. Uh, nobody has reported that they personally have gotten the uh, wack vaccine yet, which does not surprise me. At all, considering they listen to this show. So good job, everybody. And uh, we're thinking about you, UK. But other than that, we have uh, one last big push for vaccine updates this week. Not to say we'll never talk about it again, but that's pretty fun. Um, Gons, anything new that you need to keep us updated on in your personal life?
2: Nope. Uh, I will say the last Many episodes, I have been very sleep deprived. So if I say something that's uh, out of line, that's my excuse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's well good. You're getting ahead of the game there. Um, Although, of course, the Twitterverse will not care (laughs) when they excoriate you. Yeah,
2: we're not big enough Um, to really hit the radar of uh, a lot of the Twitter trolling
0: I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. We're in such a sweet spot right now. <laughs> um, I'm just so happy with our, our zone. You know, our uh, we've got just such a beautiful... Perfect uh, audience, just enough to uh, keep us on our toes with um, whether it's deserved or not, you know, the proper amount of negativity. And yet we uh, don't, you know, we're not putting ourselves at risk too much in the public eye. So I'm very thankful for that. Yes. Um, You know, and we'll just see what the Lord has Planned for the future. I have a fun little story. Um, so those who have been listening to, you know, the Canary Cry family of products for many years know that, uh, I tend to spend some time tinkering, you know, trying to recreate some, uh, zero point energy devices. I've got some great, uh, books on, you know, how to build different Tesla inventions, things like that. But I moved about a year ago. I had not set up any of my fun equipment Uh or or even a little workstation. I, uh, since last show, started putting together my little magnetic laboratory again. Um, I just have like a bunch of fun little magnets or big magnets rather. And uh, it's fun. Starting to tinker around again. So I'll keep everybody posted if I solve uh, the perpetual motion conundrum. Um, I will say... I forgot that uh, very powerful magnets can be very dangerous. I almost took off a finger uh, yesterday. But other than that, things are going great. Well, good luck with that. And don't Thanks. get the attention of
2: the, the illumined ones who will come knocking at your door if you figure yes, anything out. Like
0: We sense magnets. <laughs> we,
2: we, can, we
0: can feel. We scan and we see the magnetic field you're creating over here. We're here to destroy your magnet laboratory. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Should we get some uh, short election uh, talk out of the way? Short.
3: Uh, and so my question is very direct. Is voting by mail secure? <laughs>
2: so, yep. More stuff going on. It's getting down to the wire. It's very interesting to watch. Uh, I, I, the narrative between the mainstream and the alternative could not be more further apart. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's pretty wild to see. It's literally two different worlds, dimensions, universes, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And I just have a a quick headline here. This is from the Hill that was republished on MSN.com. GOP lawmaker compares Japanese internment to alleged fraud that cost Trump election. And uh, yeah, dra- hmm. dragging us Japanese into it and, you know, into the whole conversation. What was the comparison? So, how did they compare? Yeah. So he, okay. So here's what it says. Representative Clay Higgins compared the supposed election fraud that cost president Trump, the election as of now to Japanese internment during world war two in a Facebook post on Friday, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it mentions how the president has, uh, has, uh, Oh, that the, the team has not yet provided evidence to prove the claims of fraud, which is like, come on the Hill. There's lots of evidence. Yeah. It's just, you know, whether you consider it credible or not, but it's evidence. There's right. a lot of it out there. Uh, the quote is, quote, the interment of 120,000 American citizens of Japanese ancestry during World War II happened. Higgins wrote, it was real. It was wrong. It was abhorrent he continues, and it was challenged in the court as a violation of constitutional rights. The Supreme Court of the U.S. did not stop it, he continued. Lessons of history. There, uh, they were 120,000. We are 75 million. So what he's trying to say is that because the 120,000. <laughs> still
0: don't fully get it.
2: I think what he's trying to do is constitutionally, the 120,000 Japanese Americans that were rounded up. Uh, yeah, was not good. You know, and the Supreme Court ignored or didn't stop the violation of constitutional rights. And he's saying uh, that it's the same thing happening to 75 million Americans whose desire or, you know, vote is being ignored. Uh, right. So kind okay. of a little sensational. All
0: right. Yeah, I don't, I but it's <laughs> a little bit of a stretch, but hey, OK, uh,
2: there's there's a lot of rhetoric like this. And so it's kind of like, yeah, I, I agree with Beyond Awake. In the chat too much blah blah these days that's yeah. kind
0: of what this is, so yeah um you know there was some interesting uh election stuff that I found pretty fascinating. I didn't bring it to the show um but it was involving you know Bill. Uh, Bill William Barrs. <laughs> Were you about to say Bill Burr, the comedian? <laughs> I, I was gonna <laughs> say Bill Barr, and I just had Bill Burr's face flash in my mind. I, that wasn't right. Uh, William Barr, Bill Barr, and uh, his his just weird. I don't know. Is he's I don't know who whose team he's on anymore. He's on. He, the, uh, he's on his own. He's doing his own thing, but he's probably bought yeah. out by somebody. Well, I read a. a a breakdown of how he actively was basically protecting Hunter Biden or stopping the investigation from going public, um, for various reasons, which was, I don't know. This is kind of a weird thing. Uh, It's probably tied up, man.
2: That money is probably tied
0: up. Well, isn't that the answer to all of it? uh, It is crazy. It is. It's money, money, money. Money, money. Um, Do you have a, do we, did we bring an article about the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> the uh the chinese honeypot um no I, I don't think we did but yeah maybe we should talk about that on monday because yeah we'll, um, we'll it's it, pretty interesting
2: yeah well i think we can bring it up in in uh, as a side note because of the, you're talking about the uh uh fang fang or whatever
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i forget what he was i don't have it right i think it was me, fang, so fang fang
2: was the name of the infiltrator. And
0: Swalwell who got Swalwell, that's right. The the successful honeypot was uh, uh, activated on Swalwell there
2: and he fell for it. You know, what's funny though? A lot of people are like, oh, but I feel like most of the response from everybody is like, "Uh, yeah, that's about right. (laughs) There's nobody that's really freaked out about it. It's more like, yeah, it's probably been happening for a long time. and. Totally. Well, is. that's
0: the interesting thing. I mean, these honeypot schemes um, are very common. I mean, it's a well-known, long-known long and uh, long practiced, uh, you know, Method. espionage tactic. Yeah. The problem with Swalwell, he's such a, you know, he's such a young politician that he, you know, these young guys that get in there, they, they don't realize that there's a much grander scheme afoot. I know they should have listened to Canary
2: Cry Radio educated themselves Uh, a little bit or news talk one or the other.
0: Yeah. But uh, we'll talk about that on Monday. We'll We'll do a whole, we'll do a whole thing.
2: And China does come up a couple times in this episode. So, you know, we'll, we'll do our CCP bashing
0: okay well let's get into it in a second before we jump into uh, the flippy update I do want to remind everybody if you made it to the live show go ahead and click like smash that like button very important uh, that we get those likes up in the first 5 or 10 minutes of the show um, because that's uh, the algorithms really respond to that so hit like now if you regret it later you can take it back but just uh, do it now thank you very much okay time for a flippy update.
1: Sleepy update. Do you want fries with that?
0: Okay, time for a Flippy update for those who may be new. Welcome. And secondly, Flippy is the colloquial name we have for the disembodied robot arms that are taking our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. We use talking about Flippy eh, sometimes in sort of an allegorical sense, sometimes in a very literal sense, um, keeping track of the robots and their inevitable takeover of the human race. Uh, But first, they're going to be our friends and help us out quite a bit. I'm going to take this one from MedicalExpress.com. Uh, the headline is brain implants enable man to simultaneously control two prosthetic limbs with thoughts. Ooh. So this is uh, a kind of a true update because many of the aspects of this we have talked about, uh, over the years in, in bits and pieces here. Um, and you know, we talk about how medical uses is commonly used as an excuse um, to introduce potentially harmful technology uh, onto the public. Um, but I kind of have this thing where, you know, sometimes it is really good medical uses. And I try to, you know, not bash Uh, good medical uses too often because, you know, if they're really helping people, I don't, I don't need to be, uh, you know, breaking anybody down. But so here's the uh, headline. Oh, I already said it. Brain implants enable man to simultaneously control two prosthetic limbs with thoughts in what is believed to be a medical first researchers from John, uh, John's Hopkins medicine. Huh? Interesting. They didn't say medical center, just Johns Hopkins Medicine, uh, which is famously a a CIA uh, institution there. And the Johns Hopkins University Applied Physics Laboratory have enabled a quadriplegic man to control a pair of prosthetic arms with his mind. In January 2019, surgeons implanted six electrodes into the brain of Robert Buzz Schmielewski during a 10-hour operation. The goal was to improve the sensation in his hands and enable him to mentally operate his prosthesis. For more than three decades after a surfing accident while in his teens, Schmielewski has been paralyzed with only minimal movement in his arms and hands. Now, almost two years into the joint JHM and APL research study following the surgery uh, has reached an important milestone. He can now use both of his robotic appendages to perform simple tasks such as feeding himself. Quote, this type of research known as brain-computer interface has for the most part focused on only one arm controlled from only one side of the brain, says Pablo Selnick, M.D., professor and director of physical medicine and rehabilitation at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine and a member of the research team. Quote, thus being able to control two robotic arms performing a basic activity of daily living, in this case cutting a pastry and bringing it to the mouth using signals detected from both sides of the brain via implanted electrodes is a clear step forward to achieve more complex task control directly fed from the brain quote simultaneous brain machine interface control of two limbs is a particular challenge because it's not a simple one plus one summation of what the left arm is doing plus what the right arm is doing in the brain but more like trying to calculate the sum of the two arms plus one oh as one plus one equals 3.8 Ooh, uh, I'm not great at math, but that doesn't add up. Uh, adds Gabriela Cantarero, PhD, assistant professor of physical medicine and rehabilitation at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine and a member of the research team. The technology uses a system of devices that automates a portion of the robotic control with artificial intelligence. Quote Our goal is to make activities such as eating easy to accomplish by having the robot do one part of the work and leaving the user in charge of the details, which food to eat, uh, where to cut, how big the pieces should be, and so on, says David Handelman, Ph.D., a senior roboticists at APL, and a member of the research team. Quote, by combining brain-computer interface signals with robotics and artificial intelligence, we allow the user to focus on the parts of the task that matter most. Quote, our next steps for this work uh, include expanding the number and types of activities daily living uh, that we can demonstrate with the form." of human-machine teaming, And then it finishes out with some unimportant information. Uh, But the thing I found really interesting about this is A, you know, super cool that it is helping this guy uh, who has been paralyzed for a decade, a couple decades. But it was pretty fascinating to see the combination of, oh yeah, this guy can control uh, these arms with his brain. But then you only learn later that he's actually working in tandem with artificial intelligence. So it's not, you know, it's not a completely uh, uh, human piloted system, which does bring up a little bit of concerns uh, for myself. You know, they just got to sneak in artificial intelligence. They can't give full control to the human.
2: I don't even think it's possible to truly have a one to one human controlled machine I think you're always going to have especially when it comes directly from the brain there's nothing gotta be, is complicated yeah well there's got to be some kind of uh, interface or uh, a medium to change whatever that electrical signaling is and modify not just modify but enhance and calculate to make it into a mm. physical movement so I, I'm not too surprised by that?
0: You mean he can't have a brain computer interface without a computer? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's because that's, <laughs> that's for pretty deep inside. Yeah. Guns. Well, I'm
2: just saying that uh, it shouldn't surprise you too much because it's, it's, again, none of this is possible without the, the middleman well,
0: there. That's not quite true. I mean, it depends what you're saying about middleman. If you're talking about artificial intelligence, um, there certainly has been some pretty impressive brain machine. Interfacing that has been done, but it's always, oh my gosh, excruciatingly simple. Um, but they included the artificial intelligence, uh, I think, to kind of control a lot of stuff that you might not be able to focus on with your brain. It's like background stuff. But, uh, you know, without getting too blue here, I can talk about how Flippy is taking our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. You know, uh, I don't know much about this man, but if he has a a wife or something uh, like that, hopefully a wife, because he shouldn't be flirting unless he's married. Um, You know, having the the control of a couple of limbs to, you know, perhaps hug his wife is, uh, it could be a very powerful experience for him. However, there's just artificial intelligence just slipping right between them. Um, So... Well, he doesn't you have... Know, Flippy is doing some of the flirting in that case.
2: Do the robot hands have uh, sensors that are accurate enough for the brain to interpret as touch and feel and all that?
0: It did not mention any of that. I don't I think, think that's so. included. No. So, still still a lot to, to develop, uh, at least we in the get public. it, Gons. It's not a perfect system. Well, I'm, I'm saying in the Sorry, public. Sorry, we're not in 3,000, 3,000. <laughs> Well,
2: I'm I'm saying that th- this is what's public there. and we always say that what's public is probably 30, 40 years behind uh, what they yeah, actually have right. or what they've actually experimented on or are experimenting on. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to touch base and see where this is, because I know you don't like talking about the paraplegic stuff when it comes to robot arms, because there's no, been a lot of yeah, stories about it. Just to be it.
0: clear, not that I don't like it. I just don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to... Uh, tear anybody down who's just trying to regain some some uh activity yeah yeah sure
2: okay um well we got a whole bunch of updates and then we have uh, a couple of main stories that lead us into uh, some vaccine updates uh but here we
0: go we interrupt this broadcast to give you a brief update by the end of
3: this timely interruption you will be thoroughly updated 33 is the number of completion of the great war
2: 33 is the Illuminati dog whistle. This is zdnet.com. Amnesia 33 vulnerable impact millions uh, of smart and industrial devices. Security researchers have identified 33 security flaws in four mm. open source TCP IP stacks used across a wide range of smart products. So, yeah, interesting that <laughs> out of the many things that you can have in open source uh, TCP IP stacks, <laughs> they found 33 security flaws, of course. Yeah, of course. And they called it Amnesia 33.
0: So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that sounds like you know some evil. Uh, it sounds like the bad guy in a video game. Yeah,
2: exactly. So uh, yeah. you know, talk about cybersecurity and the cyber winter and all that kind of stuff that we've been touching on. Uh, this seems to be another one of those dog whistle moments. Amnesia mm-hmm. 33. Yeah, So, Watch out, cyber. <laughs> yeah, everything's cyber, which is all of our Internets here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have a 666 update.: 666. This is uh, the realdeal.com. I don't know how credible the source is, but I was looking for something that because uh, I, I ran into some paywalls. But the headline here: Democrats launch probe into Kushner's six 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 Fifth Avenue bailout. And as you know, uh, Kushner purchased the six 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 Fifth Avenue building a while ago, and and uh, his connection to some uh, chip, microchip manufacturing stuff. I covered it on the YouTube channel a few years ago uh, when Mm -hmm. I think Trump was first elected. Looking into Kushner's background was kind of uh, like, "Hey, what's up with this guy?" Um, right. It says here, Democrats in, uh, Democrats in Congress have launched an investigation into whether the bailout financing for Kushner's companies' is 666 Fifth Avenue impacted United States foreign policy. Uh, specifically, it has to do with Qatar. And uh, it, it might have, but you know, it, it's interesting because a lot of Kushner's main moves during this whole few uh, year, years of the Trump presidency has been peace in the Middle East. That's been kind of the big right. thing. And uh, so it's just something to keep your eye on uh, as we have. But uh,
0: interesting how it's Qatar because Qatar, the international financial arm of the Qatarian government, uh, also pays uh, it rents space from Trump. That's his, right. In his most valuable thing, so it seems like the whole family has got a lot of connections with the Qatari government. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we I think we did a, a story on that that was pretty in depth, and uh, I think it was a Vanity Fair article too. By the way, Basil the most credible news oh, source classic <laughs> um so there you go uh, 666 in a headline but moving on here space
0: pope
3: reptilian a new world order can emerge
2: so if you have any friends that are skeptical about a global governance taking place right before our eyes perhaps this prnewswire.com story is something you can send them, and uh, we talked about inclusive capitalism a, a couple episodes ago, I think.
0: Yeah, which uh, <laughs> talking about the you know focusing on the stakeholders, stakeholders. Uh, for a new enlightened capitalism that will make the world better. Of course, the stakeholders being big corporations. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. The headline here: the Council for for Inclusive Capitalism with. The Vatican, a new alliance of global business leaders, launches today. This was back on the 8th, Mm -hmm. and it says here the Council for Inclusive Capitalism with the Vatican, the Council, Mm. a historic new partnership between some of the world's largest investment and business leaders and the Vatican launched today. It signifies the urgency of joining moral and market imperatives to reform Mm. capitalism into a powerful force for the good of humanity. Under the moral guidance of His Holiness Pope Francis and oh, good. <laughs> His Eminence Cardinal Peter Tur- Turkson, who leads wow. the dicast, uh, dicastery for promoting integral human development at the Vatican, and inspired by the moral imperative of all faiths, they keep mentioning this moral imperative. Uh, that's part of the problem with the Vatican and why, you know, the Pope is practically, in my opinion, the spirit of Antichrist here because. He's basically, you know, standing there as Christ on earth, and he is dictating moral uh, guidance and imperative to the whole world. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting how his moral imperative lines up perfectly (laughs) with the moral imperatives of. Oh, I don't know. All the politicians, all the corporations, <laughs> all the mass media. Wow. What a revolutionary he is. He, is. he is.
2: The council is led by a core group of global leaders known as guardians for inclusive capitalism. Oh, great. Uh, the guardians. Inclusive to who? Inclusive <laughs> to the, the top. You know,
0: even that name is misleading and makes me uh, upset because capitalism already is the most inclusive uh, economic uh, system that you know we've made up so far yeah i mean what by definition what economic system is more inclusive than capitalism
2: democratic socialism bro come on get with the program
0: (laughs) okay okay i
2: forgot it's 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 uh socialism but corporate and uh capitalistic that's what someone was trying to convince me recently by Uh, the way so you get the best of both worlds they were trying to tell me that it's not socialism you know from the past it's capitalistic socialism and i was like we'll you mean crony better. capitalism that's <laughs> right, basically what yeah. it is these leaders represent more than 10.5 trillion dollars in assets under management companies with over 2.1 trillion of market capital- capitalization and 200 million workers in over 163 countries and wow, of, uh, of course uh, they quote lynn forster de Rothschild in the article here Quote, capitalism has created enormous global prosperity for us, uh, but it has also (laughs) left too many people behind because of us led to degradation uh, of our planet and is not widely trusted in society
0: people behind. Sorry to step over you. I just got so excited. (laughs) Go ahead. You no, know, anyways. I was just gonna say, it, it, capitalism is not an entity. Yeah. It's not a thing that can leave people behind.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, exactly. It's not a. It's not its own company. Uh, f- yeah. uh, let's see. This council will follow the warning from Pope Francis to listen to the <laughs> cry of the earth and the cry of the people and answer society's demand for a more equitable and sustainable model of growth. And uh, Mm -hmm. the list of people that are part of this, you have uh, the president and chief officer of MasterCard. Great reset. Classic. Uh, Mm -hmm. DuPont, uh, the the whole bunch of places. Prime Minister of the United Nations, Special Envoy for Climate Action and Finance. You have Ernst & Young. Uh, What other ones did I highlight here? Calipers. Johnson, the chairman of the board. And Chief Executive Officer of Johnson & Johnson, another uh, mm.
0: vaccine outlet there.
2: Yes. Uh, chi- the,
0: the, the least uh, popular vaccine company. Yeah,
2: but, he, but he's, on, he's on the team, so he'll get his day, you know? Oh, okay. Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of Visa, uh, Treasurer of the State of California. I mean, and, oh, good. And it's Fiona what? Ma. I wonder if that's a Chinese... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got to look into that. (laughs)
0: The guy responsible for the uh, failure of the fifth largest economy in the world. I think it's a she, but anyway, okay, sure.
2: Chairman of the board and chief executive officer of bank of America. Maybe get your money off of bank of America. If you got a bank of America, uh, the president of the Rockefeller foundation, the Ford Mm -hmm. foundation. Um, so there you go. I mean, it's your usual suspects. This is not, this is not good. This is part of the great reset. So yeah, just wanted course. to throw that out there. The Vatican is all in on part of this, this whole launch for uh, inclusive sure capitalism. Stay moral. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But uh, there you go again. If you don't think the world is structuring themselves for some kind of one world government, uh, maybe take a look at this and it might, mm-hmm. it might at least inform you of what's going on out there. Um, and then this next one very quickly, it will kill. This one's for you, Basil, as you watch the uh, explosion. Space No, X. I heard the
0: news, and it made me sad.
2: NS8 Starship's first flight ends in fiery crash. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a...
0: <laughs> you know what's funny? That's a misrepresentation. It landed fine. Everything went fine. It just exploded afterwards. It all exploded as it landed, so, you know, I don't know. Well, it, it was touching the ground. It had feet on the ground before it exploded. <laughs> I call that a success.
2: <laughs> well... Maybe, maybe not, yeah. but yeah, there you go. Uh, it, <laughs> I'm watching it right now. I mean, it literally exploded as it touched the ground. It's almost like okay. the ground made it explode. So yeah, it will kill. Um, and then this, this, uh, I don't have like a trolling jingle. Do I, maybe I have some kind of, no, I don't exactly. But this one, buzzfeednews.com this is ridiculous. Quote, there was a pandemic. What life is like in countries without COVID. Did you know there's countries without COVID? COVID infections Mm -hmm. are low to non existent in several countries where life looks practically normal. Some people even occasionally forget there's a pandemic going on. And then they have these these pictures of people like hugging and, you know, taking pictures with friends and stuff like that. And uh, it's just weird because if you had these same pictures in america they would say oh super spreader event <laughs> but just just because yeah. it's in another country they're like oh look at them they forgot there's a pandemic
0: they're better than
2: us and a lot of this is from some kind of pride uh thing you got the rainbow flags and stuff some sort of parade or something yeah and um and the the pictures here are from taiwan which is part of uh It's part of the uh, Republic of China. No. Uh, 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 No, it's not. Taiwan simplified. Officially, the Republic of China is a country in East Asia. Neighboring countries include People's Republic of China.
0: That shows the influence on BuzzFeed News. It's a very contested topic.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, The ownership of Taiwan. Sure. Uh, But there you go. I mean, that's... uh, the, the tweet that I saw this story on was a guy saying, you know, like a LibJo guy saying, mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. It's going to make you jealous. And it's like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, again, if you had this in America, it's a super spreader event, but because it's in Taiwan or other parts of the world, it's, it's because they're clear of the pandemic, which by the way, there were some articles that talked about how the world health organization changed the definition of a pandemic. Back in 2009. So if we were operating Mm. under the definition of a pandemic, according to the World Health Organization, prior to 2009, we would not be in a pandemic, quote unquote, pandemic.
0: So Mm. there you go. That um, makes sense. You got to be careful, Gans. As a Japanese uh, descendant, mm-hmm. you you, you got to m- be careful not to take sides on the Taiwan. I know uh, issue. I know. China We've... claims to own Taiwan, and Taiwan claims to own themselves. Yeah, we and I think the um, Japanese. That's did interesting. Some... Having it reported this way really does show a very strong Chinese influence over BuzzFeed News. Not that that should come as a surprise, but that's a dead giveaway. When we're talking about uh, news analysis and media literacy, um, if you see an outlet referring to Taiwan as part of China, uh, that means that China has some— you can almost guarantee that China owns a large portion of that outlet. Well, more from China— Welcome
2: to Chinese! Shows. USAToday.com, Chinese agency advises flight crews to wear diapers to reduce COVID-19 risk in lavatory what?
0: reports. Oh my gosh, It's mask 2.0! <laughs> mask the front soon we're Mask all, the back. <laughs> soon we're all they're, they're asking them to wear butt masks.
2: The Civil Aviation Administration of China has issued some unusual advice for flight attendants looking for ways to avoid contacting coronavirus while working. It suggested they wear diapers to reduce their need to use airplane lavatories. The agency, which is China's counterpart to the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, offered the that suggestion in a new document called Technical Guidelines for Epidemic Prevention and Control for Airlines – That was published in late November, according to reports from CNN and Fox News. Oh, they're both in on it. Uh, That's
0: the dumbest, craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Even just on a logical way. First of all, try to imagine wearing a diaper and then purposefully using it. I don't think I could do it. I don't don't think think I could will my body to do that. Um, But secondly, even if you do go in a diaper, you got to change it. You just you can't just keep walking around like that. You still have to go to the lavatory.
2: Oh, I I the the article goes into a little bit more detail. That's
0: complete madness and a troll on humanity. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's pretty ridiculous.
2: It's sad. And I feel bad for anybody who's a flight attendant on these airlines and they're being handed, you know, masks and diapers.
0: Yeah, and and the continuing infantilization of uh, people who are not in the elite category.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so,
0: literal infantilization. I know this is just literal. This is uh, yeah, pr- yeah, quite that's literally. All it's right, hilarious, but it also makes me more sad than a lot of the other stuff we talk about. I know, I know, and
2: uh, th- we're gonna. <laughs> I line these up because a lot of China here, but uh, we're gonna go into some of the main stories. And, uh, that'll lead us into the vaccine updates, but, uh, mm-hmm. it involves China.
1: Welcome to China.
0: Better,
2: bigger, tastier.
0: All right. This is coming from nbcnews.com, And the headline is China has done human testing to create biologically enhanced super soldiers, says top U.S. official. Now, keep in mind, this is wonderful. Coming from the uh, mainstream media outlet, NBC News here. Also something that uh, fringy folks like you and I Gons, have been talking about for almost a decade. And of course, those uh, even before us have been talking about this. Um which, you know, of course made us crazy anti social conspiracy theorists. Right. Oh, but no, now it's totally normal mainstream news. Mm-hmm. Here's the article U.S. intelligence shows that China has conducted human testing on members of the People's Liberation Army in hopes of developing soldiers with, quote, biologically enhanced capabilities. The top U.S. intelligence official said Friday, John Ratcliffe, the director of national intelligence, included the explosive claim in a long Wall Street Journal op ed in which he made the case that China poses the preeminent national security threat to the U.S., No kidding. Quote, There are no ethical boundaries to Beijing's pursuit of power. Ooh, a powerful statement there. You know, talking about uh, moral capitalism and, you know, moral imperatives... Quote, there are no ethical boundaries to Beijing's pursuit of power, (laughs) wrote Ratcliffe, a Republican former member of Congress from Texas. His office and the CIA did not immediately respond to requests to elaborate on the notion that China sought to create, quote, super soldiers of the sort depicted in Hollywood films like Captain America, Bloodshot and Universal Soldier. Last year, two American scholars wrote a paper examining China's ambitions to apply biotechnology to the battlefield, including what they said were signs that China was interested in using gene editing technology to enhance human and perhaps soldier performance. Interesting how they had to uh, separate human and soldier performance. Specifically, the scholars explored Chinese research using the gene gene editing tool CRISPR, short for clusters of regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. CRISPR has been used to treat genetic diseases and modify plants, but Western scientists consider it unethical to seek to manipulate genes to boost the performance of healthy people. Quote, while the potential leveraging of CRISPR to increase human capabilities in the future battlefield remains only a hypothetical possibility at the present there are indications that chinese military researchers are starting to explore its potential wrote the scholars starting my butt it's been (laughs)
2: it's been happening for at least 20
0: years, I would say. Minimum 20 yeah. years. Starting, and also the hilarious insinuation that America would never oh. test anything like <laughs> that. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. Uh, Elsa Kanya, an expert on Chinese defense te- technology at the Center for New American Security, and Wilson Vorndick, a consultant <laughs> on China <laughs> matters and former Navy officer. Thank you. That was. Where the quote was from. Yeah, good point. Uh, quote, Chinese military scientists and strategists have consistently emphasized that biotechnology could become a new strategic commanding, a uh, new strategic Weird. Okay, I'm sorry. Chinese military scientists and strategists have consistently emphasized that biotechnology could become a new strategic commanding heights of the future revolutionary and military affairs. Huh, that broke my brain a little bit. The <laughs> scholars wrote, quoting a 2015 article in a military newspaper. One prominent Chinese general, they noted, said in 2017 that quote, modern biotechnology and its integration with information, nanotechnology, and the cognitive, etc., domains, will have revolutionary influences upon weapon and equipment, the combat spaces, the forms of warfare, and military theories. dick said in a phone interview that he is less concerned about the battlefield advantage such research might provide than he is okay is my brain broken or is this article broken uh, Vormdick yeah. said in a phone interview that he is less concerned about the battlefield advantage such research might provide than he is about the consequences of tampering with human genes. It was my brain. The article's fine. Quote, when we start playing around with genetic organisms, there could be unforeseen consequences, he said. Deep thinker. Representatives of the Chinese government did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The overall message of Ratcliffe's opinion piece is that China is a dangerous adversary that threatens American economic and national security. Quote, the People's Republic of China poses the greatest threat to America today and the greatest threat to democracy and freedom worldwide since World War II, he wrote. Quote, the intelligence is clear. Beijing intends to dominate the U.S. and the rest of the planet. It economically, militarily, and techn- technologically. In an interview with Fox News, Ratcliffe uh, urged President-elect Joe Biden to be honest about China. Bad chance, as NBC News has reported, Biden and his foreign policy advisors agree that China poses a major threat, but they say they believe the Trump administration offered more bluster than substance in response. Oh, we almost made it through <laughs> a whole article without blaming Trump for something. Couldn't quite do it nope. there, though. Had to, to add it
2: because uh, yeah. they have to cater to their Chinese overlords, even though yeah. the, the criticism is launched on China. Um, well,
0: notice how it's just real quick sure. to point out, it says, as NBC News has reported, Biden and his foreign policy advisors agree that China poses a major threat, but they say they believe the Trump. So it's like <laughs> Biden being asked about China says, yeah, they're a threat, but Trump is bad, though. <laughs> Orange man worse. Yeah. Uh, nice, the nice little toss the hot potato there. Yeah, yeah. So
2: classic move. A few things to point out here. First off,
0: but as the days of now were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be.
2: And you talk about the uh, Gaborim the uh, mm. mighty men of old, and mm-hmm. the super soldiers is very much along those lines, genetically enhanced and you know more powerful and skillful. Uh, the other part I, I do want to mention uh, the psyop part of this too, mm. psyops, because as you mentioned, America's uh, America has done, or maybe is even the leader when it comes to genetic experimentation. At least in, in terms of MK Ultra, they did mind control type of stuff, right. and there is no indication that they're that they're you know their hands are clean when it comes to some kind of genetic experimentation. And so, to blame China for everything, there's a psyop in that because hmm. uh, it's almost like uh, trying to avoid their own doing in this regard, and in, in trying to create biologically enhanced super soldiers. And they may not even tell the public about it ever, because you know, let's say like the Chinese super soldiers land on American shores or whatever, it's going to be like uh, the superhero movies. You know, these, these guys are just going to, the American force is just going to come out and they're going to start fighting or whatever. And then we'll mm-hmm. be like, Whoa, where did, when did
0: we get our own super soldiers? Oh, right. You know, it's, it's only a matter of time before it's obvious that we've been doing the same thing. Exactly. You know, I, I'm a lot less worried about super soldiers than I used to be mainly because of the influence of robotics in the military, you know, talking about the same scene you're talking about, yeah. you know, a, a uh, An amphibious assault vehicle rolls up on the beach in L.A., and it opens its gaping maw as uh, seven-foot-tall, burly Chinese super soldiers come hustling out and ready to take over America. And then, what's that sound? Drone attack. Boom. Super soldiers gone. They gotta make these super soldiers fireproof. Explosion proof and drone proof if they, you know, if super soldiers are to play any big role in the future of uh, warfare, you know, the human soldiers, I mean, the infantry warfare has been on the decline since World War Two, uh, you know, especially with the U.S. Usually we're mostly using soldiers for, you know, like smaller operations that we don't have this sort of giant infantry uh, confrontation that we used to
2: sure i guess that's yeah you're right on one hand um, but i think this has a lot more to do with enforcement of uh totalitarian governments uh, yeah uh, towards their own people or towards less people. of an in,
0: less of an invasion force yeah, yeah. more of a yeah a public facing law enforcement and Tyranny enforcement.
2: Yeah, yeah, and part of this uh, second story about super soldiers, Le Terminator. This is the Sun.co.uk. So you know, Le Terminator. French army gets go ahead to create bionic soldiers to make them stronger, faster, uh, using treatment and prosthetics.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, so this is uh, kind of what you're talking about, and, and connects to the
0: Flippy update here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's, that's a big move for a Western country.
2: Yeah. So the French military has been given the green light to develop super soldiers that can resist pain, stay awake longer and have boosted brain power and hearing the augmented soldiers could be given extra military capabilities through implants, prosthetics, and medical treatment that give them a bionic boost. Um, the ethical committee of the armed forces ministry gave the nod to the proposals in a new report launched on Tuesday, which said in a report that France needed to keep up with the, with countries that we are, that are already working to produce super soldiers like China and the U (laughs) S the proposals aim to improve quote, physical, cognitive, perceptive, and psychological capabilities and could allow for location tracking or connectivity with weapons systems and other soldiers. The committee has outlined some of its research, which includes drugs to keep troops awake for long periods of time, which is an old thing. I think the I read about stuff like this in the U.S. like ten years ago, you know, like Mm -hmm. in military magazines and stuff, Uh, and even surgery to improve hearing. Surgery, huh? The committee said that France needs to maintain quote operational superiority of its armed forces in a challenging strategic context. Reports CNN. Oh, CNN. Oh, but, it may, okay. but it may be some time before French soldiers come to resemble the Justice League's cyborg with his superhuman strength and mechanically enhanced body. I, I can picture that. The French, you know, they're a little more laid back on certain things. <laughs> I can picture them being like, hey, yeah, yeah, we'll do it later." Uh, it goes into some humanitarian law stuff in France and all that. But um, I think the bigger takeaway in context, if we're talking about the vaccine, the Vaccine Week. Is So this past two weeks, we've had uh, a former Israeli space agency guy come out and say, Oh, the aliens are not, you know, we're not ready to talk about aliens. While mm. basically telling everyone that there's aliens, quote unquote, uh, the galactic federation. Um, and, and at the same time, we have the super soldier story. And I really think this is the beginning uh, open openly. We've talked about this as long as we've been doing stuff public- publicly. And we're not the first, there, there have been many others who have shed light on these issues, but uh, this is really the beginning of a public uh, open uh, type of uh, situation for genetic alteration of the public mm-hmm. uh, at earnest here. like I think they're really trying to uh, make it acceptable to have these enhanced soldiers for national reasons, but also this is creating uh, a gap between the have and have nots the same way that the rich and the poor have the the gap is widened. The middle class, so to speak, have been destroyed in many different countries and the U.S. I think we're going to see this, a similar thing begin to happen here where you have your genetically enhanced and you have your genetically not enhanced. Uh, And in fact, not just not enhanced, but uh, more and more unhealthy. Uh, And I think the word is, diminution, I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. Diminution, like diminish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Diminution. If I'm saying that right. But yeah,
0: I, I think it's diminution. diminution but yeah. I, I
2: don't know. Yeah. So you have your enhancement of a certain populace, like the sold super soldiers or the wealthy who can afford it. And then you have mm-hmm. your diminution of the rest of us
0: who yeah, have it's to a take genetic the, classism
2: right who have to take the vaccine and we are our immune system gets more and more compromised and we're more reliant on the state to take care of us and the whole deal uh, it's the whole dr hugo de garis class system uh, really i think publicly starting to take place uh, openly so i think that's yeah. the major takeaway aside from like the fears of a super soldier walking in and stealing your stuff or, you know, hurting you or whatever. Uh, just more than that. It's a class, uh, system type of situation. And that's why, you know, we talk about the Nephilim, we talk about Genesis six and Jesus talking about as it were in the days of Noah. So shall it be for the coming of the son of man mentioning that in Matthew 24, talking about the end times. It's almost like the biblical context of this is the only thing that explains what's happening right now. You know, because if you're just coming at it from a secular or worldly kind of view, it just looks like progress. You know, we're just moving and there's concerns. People are concerned about it, but there isn't that context of, Hey, this happened before, you know, and, uh, there was some consequences for what took place when it came to genetic alteration and, uh, messing with God's design. And so, yeah, I I think this is a, an important topic, and it does also connect to a conversation that we will have uh, as a part of the interview section. Well, I think we're going to do two separate streams here, but as soon as this episode is done, we're going to do a Canary Cry Radio to talk to Colonel David Jamona and Troy Anderson, authors of the book Military Guide to Armageddon, and um, I think uh, Colonel David Jamona still has his uh or at least a certain level of security clearance. So we'll have yeah. to see how much he can tell us. But I, I, I did want to connect this vaccine situation with all these super soldier stories, because that's really, uh, if you step back and look at it, I think that's, what's taking place here. And
0: a similar set of concerns. Yeah. A similar sure. set of
2: concerns, but one moving in the direction of enhancement and one moving in the direction of more controlled and diminution, diminution. diminution. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. There well, you there go. you go, folks. Remember uh, to stick around after the show. We're going to do an episode of Canary Cry Radio. Uh, awesome conversation we're going to be having. So do that. And one more reminder here. If you're here on the stream watching live, make sure to hit that like button. Uh, we still got some time to tell the algorithms that were worth taking a look at as we move into more vaccine week news. Vaccine, 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 Science is truth. That's right. And uh, so here's a story that I <laughs> kind of popped up, and it's a sad story. So I don't mean to uh, laugh at it. However, some yeah, we did interesting- get some comments in
2: the last episode saying uh, us laughing at the people who died from. The,
0: we did not laugh th- at Well, that's what I'm saying. Died. That's, that's yes. what I was
2: trying. I didn't, I didn't respond to the comment, but yeah. we're not laughing at the people who died. We're, no. we're sort of laughing we're, about the situation and the context of everything. No, but those are people
0: on. who are just enjoying their outrage a little bit too much. Sure. Um, this article is from People.com, so you know it's legit uh, from humans. The article is titled, Dr. Fauci Reveals Daughter's Boyfriend's Brother... 32 ah. died after contracting COVID. Very sad. It is very sad. Yeah, super 32, young. though, a little bit too early. Very young. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci is opening up about how the novel coronavirus has personally impacted his own family. In an interview Wednesday for the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, The nation's top infectious disease specialist revealed that the brother of his daughter, Allison's boyfriend, who he did not name, died after contracting COVID-19. As by a moderator, Sanjay Gupta... Oh, interesting. Sanjay Gupta was doing it. CNN's chief medical correspondent. If any of Fauci's family or friends have been affected by the virus, Fauci said there was one very sad case that came to mind. Quote, yeah, the answer is yes. A few, but one in particular, Fauci said, my youngest daughter's boyfriend's brother. My youngest daughter's boyfriend's brother is a 32-year-old. What?
2: I'm able to follow. I know it's a little bit of a trail, but took
0: me a second. Yes. A little bit of a trail. We got to follow is a 32 year old young man, athletic, healthy, who got COVID-19 and had one of the unusual complications of cardiomyopathy with an arrhythmia and died. Uh, So there you have a 32 year old young man, otherwise healthy, actually quite athletic and strong who died. He continued the 79 year old director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases said the death of Allison's boyfriend's brother really saddened his daughter greatly. Uh, Fauci went on to explain that it is important that the public understand the severity of the virus as it can impact people regardless of age. Quote, you don't want to overwhelm the general public, but you want them to at least understand that you're dealing with real suffering and real disease and real loss in the form of death of loved ones, he said. You know, it's it's interesting. This whole the whole reason for this article, you know, if you're talking about the construction of the mainstream narrative, is to uh, you know have a reason to repeat the fact that young people can have serious uh, issues with COVID nineteen, which you know th- is kind of an early COVID uh, talking point. It seems, you know, it's been a while since I've really had someone, you know, make a big distinction between young and old people getting the disease. And, uh, I mean, the story here basically is a young man died of COVID. Of course, you attach Fauci to it because, you know, people love Daddy Fauci and somehow that will make, uh, you know, give an emotional uh, surge uh, to some people who you know are paying attention to Fauci. Um, but cardiomyopathy with an arrhythmia and died. You know it's always one of these weird things when it comes to uh, a young person dying of COVID, there's always like some extra yeah. like extra rare strange thing that happened.
2: Well, cardiomyopathy according to the CDC uh, mm-hmm. The list of causes, it's family history of yeah. uh, cardiomyopathy, heart failure, or sudden cardiac arrest, connective tissue disease and other types of autoimmune disease, coronary heart disease, heart attack, damage of the heart, endo- uh, endocrine disease, infection in the heart muscle, long-term alco- alcoholism, cocaine abuse, muscle condition or pregnancy. I mean, sh- I don't think he developed it because of COVID.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, who knows, but that that's one of those cardiomyopathy is one of those things that's fairly mysterious Uh, um, just in general. Yeah,
2: well, kind of. But they I mean, yeah, they don't know exactly what causes it, but it's I I don't know. It would be. it, It would have helped if Fauci said because of covid, he developed. You know, the, he, he was totally healthy before no problems, which by the way, cardiomyopathy, they say, you know, some people don't even detect it till much later. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, to, I mean, there's no clear evidence here that suggests that COVID was the uh, ca- catalyst for this guy to well, develop cardiomyopathy and arrhythmia and, yeah, and die from right. it.
0: So, well, and That's the interesting thing. Of course, we know that a lot of the numbers uh, that they will count to COVID death, just if COVID is, is somewhere in the same room as someone who dies. Um, so, you know, it could very well be that type of uh, that type of situation. Sure. Um,
2: well, the other thing, looking, the other mm-hmm. thing um, I, you brought this story today and I didn't know about it, but I did tweet yesterday. I was looking at some California numbers and I said, heart disease is the leading cause of death in California in 2018. uh, I put 65,000, but it was 62,547 people died from heart disease in California Mm
3: -hmm. in
2: 2020. According to the CDC, 20,000 people have died from COVID-19 in California. So Mm -hmm. a third of the number of people that normally die from heart disease have died from COVID this year. And so, yeah, again, and how many of those 20,000 that have died from COVID had comorbidities that were heart disease, you know? And there's a good number of them if you look at the CDC stats anyway. And and those numbers themselves are,
0: you know, you can't trust them either. So there's been that uh, connection that they're constantly trying to hammer in, which is, you know, yeah, a lot of people are dying of heart disease, quote unquote, caused by COVID or you intensified know, so by COVID or yeah, something. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, you know, a respiratory disease, uh, will stop. Yeah. But heart. so does the
2: flu. And so does
0: falling. Sure. One of the interesting symptoms of cardiomyopathy is cough while lying down. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm That's saying. Weird.
2: It's like, yeah, That's a weird. <laughs> oh, you're coughing while you're lying down. Symptom. You must have COVID too. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think it's, uh, you can't conclude. This is more Fauci uh, virtue signaling. Well, whole of medical- course, uh, you
0: know, you would never have heard of this guy if it wasn't for Fauci. Yeah. Um, not to, you know, not to say anything negative about the guy who passed away. But well, I almost feel know, bad for is- the
2: guy who passed away being used right. as fodder, like political fodder for the scientific well, a, dictatorship.
0: It's, yeah. It's also sort of a. You know, in this world of you gain your, your social justice points, you know, it's almost right. like uh, you, Fauci's just kind of scoring another point. Oh, of,
2: speaking right. of Fauci scoring points, social justice points.
3: Now is the uh-huh. time to do what you're told. <laughs> this, is, uh,
2: this is Dr. Anthony Fauci, a 30-second clip. Check it out.
3: Dr. Kizmekia Corbett
0: or Kizzy Corbett. Kizzy is an African-American scientist who is right at the forefront of the development of the vaccine so the
3: first thing you might want to say to my african-american brothers and sisters is that the vaccine that you're going to be take and was developed by an african-american woman oh, and that is just a fact i mean that is a fact and i think that's some yeah. of the things that
0: people don't fully appreciate oh, that's such a gross disgusting <laughs> virtue signal session horrible horrible and uh, this that's that's almost as bad as Biden's. You ain't black if you don't yeah, vote for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty bad. And uh, Doctor Game Black if you
0: don't take the vaccine. Yeah,
2: yeah. Doctor Kizmekia Corbett. Uh, she was the one that helped develop the Moderna mRNA vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, and she's uh, she was head of. Oh boy, I'm gonna get this wrong. She was. Uh, let me let me actually click on it to make sure I have the right information. Um, she was the, oh gosh, get to her title because I don't, it doesn't really matter that she's black to me. It's more like her position. Sure. Uh, da, 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 she is the led the NIH team. So yeah, national Institute of health, uh, leading scientist for COVID-19 vaccine research. That's what she was. And she mm. collaborated with Moderna on its vaccine. So, but Okay collaborated with Moderna <laughs> yeah, Moderna she so wasn't
0: she didn't, she didn't invent it, herself. it yeah and she's, moderna had been trying to she's a very accomplished medical professional who was involved in the organization that created a vaccine that's not even <laughs> being used well they yeah i think they're going to roll out the moderna one too but uh, yeah, it's, it's not is not approved yet
2: uh, yeah i know yeah pfizer is we'll get to that but um uh, to wrap up our little Fauci Fauci bashing segment here, um, this is a clip. It's two minutes, but I really think it's worth. And I can stop it whenever you want me to, uh, uh, or you well, want to say, say something. real
0: quick before you do move on. That uh, of course our uh, hearts go out to Fauci's daughter's boyfriend's brother's family. Of course,
2: yeah. That's that's what we were trying to get at. That <laughs> it's sad that they that Fauci would even use him as. Right, as a thing, but anyway, Propaganda this is uh, Carrie Mullis, the inventor of PCR. This is him talking about Anthony Fauci. Have you heard this, Basil?
0: Mm, I don't know. Let me hear it.
3: What is it? What What is it about humanity that, 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 that wants to go to the, all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he does not know anything really about anything, and I'd say that to
2: his oh. face. Nothing. I would say that the to his
3: face. Be- <laughs> Did
0: you hear that? He said, I no, say play that to again. his
3: face. This, play it again. This, this is, is fun. All the details and stuff. And listen, you know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope. And if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy. And he doesn't understand medicine. And he, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, Those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to, and they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't don't get me wrong, but basically there is a there is a there's a vast the vast majority of them do not possess the the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean that's a problem, that's a main problem actually with science I'd say in this century because science is being judged by people. Funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know... If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it, because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people, president of the University of South Carolina, asked Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body, because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my? Because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me, but I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But she didn't want to do it. So there you go. This is wow, uh, Kerry the Moss. guy who invented
0: the PCR amplification process. Yep. Uh, just really
2: <laughs> digging into Fauci, calling him out.
0: <laughs> Fauci doesn't know nothing about nothing. Oh, no, I'll say it, say it to his to face. His face.
2: And that he would debate him and that Whoa. he's been asked to debate many times. And I mean, he lays out the problem with science in general. Uh, the, uh, he's talking about the politicization of science and uh, you know, yeah, I, it's really suspicious that he died right before the whole yeah. thing happened. Well,
0: after that, after that rant about Fauci, of course, he's not going to make it. No, He's not going to make <laughs> Another it Another year
2: and the timing of it all, you know, because He died last year, right? I think he died in um, 2019. It was late 2019 or mid to late 2019. If I'm not mistaken, kills man. And then by January, January was when the world health organization pushed through that ridiculous uh, paper that gave them uh, the authority to start using the PCR all over the world to, to see if people had COVID the one that was, basically called out for 10 egregious uh, issues. And, you know, I think we went over it a couple episodes ago, but
0: used a genetic sequence that wasn't even from a COVID sample or was given to them by China or something. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, just the whole thing is out of control and yeah.
0: uh, and just to repeat it for those who might be hearing it for the first time pcr testing of course which is the the quote-unquote gold standard for covid detection uh the from the mouth of the inventor of the pcr quote-unquote test uh you know the, the pcr is not a test pcr is an amplification process that uh, lets you amplify whatever you want within a sample Is it's not an actual test for anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty unfortunate. And I think this uh, type of clip, and I don't know when this clip is from, but based on the video quality and the hairstyle of the interviewer <laughs> and glasses, I'm thinking like late nineties, maybe early two thousands. Yeah. You know, but uh, um,
0: yeah. fun detail. I think it's Florida. I don't have the article right in front of me. I think it's Florida is going to start um or some state i won't i won't put out details that can be debunked but one of the states that uh is a little bit more lax on all the covid stuff um is going to be requiring a pcr cycle uh the number of pcr I i think it was florida i think it is too um to be reported when you get your test which is a good step in the right direction.
2: Yeah. That'll
0: be very interesting to see how the stuff, uh, changes in in terms
2: of results. Yeah. But, uh, okay, let's keep moving here. We're, uh, pressed for time. You can have this one, Basil. This one's pretty wild. Our friends from down under.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Okay, here we go. This is coming from Forbes.com. Australia drops promising COVID-19 vaccine after volunteers falsely tested positive for HIV. Oh, no. You know, there's been a lot of talk about this HIV issue in regards to the vaccine. Let's hear about it. The Australian government has abandoned a promising domestic COVID-19 vaccine developed by the University of Queensland and biotech firm CSL after participants in an early stage clinical trial falsely tested positive for HIV, highlighting potential setbacks faced by scientists in efforts to bring safe and effective vaccines to the market um should i just go through the key facts for the sake of time i'm gonna do that Uh, i'm gonna go through the key fact bullet points while there's no chance (laughs) while there's no chance that the vaccine could cause an hiv infection something uh something detailed follow-up tests confirmed Mm, no chance i mean there's if always follow-up a chance tests, for yeah, follow up tests <laughs> just showed you that the cases that you had at the time did not cause it. That does not mean that there is no chance that a vaccine could cause it. Anyways, scientists warned participants that the vaccine could pr- possibly generate a partial immune response to a protein fragment used to stabilize the vaccine, which is also found in HIV. Scientists said the magnitude of the immune response was unexpected to the point that it was able to interfere with HIV tests that detect antibodies and give false positives. The vaccine actually produced a robust response toward the COVID-19 virus and has a strong safety profile. But the Department of Health Secretary Brendan Murphy said the issue could cause confusion and undermine public confidence in the vaccine. Moreover, the University of Queensland said, quote, significant changes would need to be made to well-established HIV testing procedures in the healthcare setting to accommodate rollout of this vaccine, leading the government to cancel its order of 51 million doses while CSL shelved its plans to progress the vaccine to more extensive phase two and three clinical trials. Professor Paul Young, who co-led the research said that although the issue uh, could probably be fixed quote, doing so would set back development by another 12 or so months time that cannot be justified given the current coronavirus crisis. This is so weird. Uh, (laughs) They're insisting, of course, that these are false HIV tests, but you would cancel the, in their worldview, the life-saving pandemic ending uh, (laughs) highly robust uh, vaccine that you've created for your country, just because it's caught, co- you know, if it really is just weird little false positives, but you're going to just let everybody continue to have COVID because, uh, because of, uh, it co- you know, it has this weird little thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. It doesn't seem like that would be enough to cancel an entire, you know, billions of dollar project. Well, they might I be. Think,
2: uh, go ahead. Ouch, I
0: just don't think it makes much sense.
2: Well, it could be an excuse to cancel and back out. It's like the Homer Simpson slowly moving back into the bushes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Because obviously if uh if you're if you're a politician and you suddenly have a population that thinks everyone's getting HIV from the vaccine that you ordered. That's mm-hmm. not a very good look either. Even if it's false positive.
0: No, it's, it's not a, horrible a good look.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to create even more chaos and panic. So uh, yeah. I can understand it. Strangely
0: but- enough, you know, just to add another layer of strangeness. I mean, of course, Fauci is famous for his work in the, H- exactly. And the HIV. Exactly. Yeah. Um, stuff so weird how it just happens to also show up, uh, quote unquote false positives in the vaccine. I don't know, it's just weird. It's just weird,
2: man. It's uh, it's Carrie Mullis from beyond the grave messing yeah. with the the, the stuff. <laughs> um, okay, a few more updates here, real quick, and uh, I don't know how much time we're gonna have after the break. Uh, for we're gonna stories. have to move pretty quick, yes, but uh, here we go. This one is concerning deep fakes. And I'm just trying to kill time to look for my deep fake jingle, which I know I grabbed and I don't know why I can't find it.
0: Yeah. Kill the time. We got all the time in the world.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Where's my deep fake jingle? I know I grabbed it. No. All right. Well, well, anyway, here it is. Which jingle?
0: Deep fake? Deep fake. Yeah. I'll do it.
2: We are in deep fake. Sure. This is the Indian Express. COVID-19 vaccination scams, deep fake disinformation campaigns set to increase in 2021. Avast. And it says here, 2020 has been one of the worst years hit by fake news as people tried to find cures for the COVID-19 pandemic and were fooled by websites. As vaccines make their way into the market in 2021, these scams will increase as people will be exploited by fake COVID-19 vaccination websites, as per cybersecurity firm Avast. Uh, It is also expected that weak home office infrastructures will be more prone to ransomware attacks in 2021. It's interesting how they kind of put those two together as per the report the
0: little guy again yeah,
2: android users will be under greater threat as avast predicts adware attacks fleeceware scams and stalkerware usage along with ai generated campaigns to full users and to spread uh, and to fool users and spread misinformation quote we expect to see a continuation of ransomware attacks on healthcare institutions and the exfil uh exploration of sensitive data with attacks specifically targeting pharmaceutical companies and institutions to harvest sensitive customer information or blackmailing the industry espionage. Companies in other sectors will be at risk of falling victim to targeted attacks via their VPN infrastructure and remote desk applications they may be using to connect employees working from home. And um, it goes into the deep fake stuff. Uh, just basically being used as a, you know, like campaigns. So deepfake will likely, this is a quote again, deepfakes will likely reach a quality next year where they can be actively used in disinformation campaigns. I think they're making us, getting us ready for this. Conspiracy theories about the coronavirus, such as its alleged spread via 5G, could be reemphasized via deepfake videos. For example, wrongly showing politicians as conspirators the pandemic the resulting increase in people working from home and higher reliance on online connectivity as well as the growing economic pressure combined with uncertainty among people are likely to feed into the effectiveness of the use of deep fakes to spread disinformation said peter somo ai research director at avast so uh um, yep there you, there you go, go. Yeah. it's more yeah, it
0: speaks for itself i think yeah
2: pretty sure that they're they've had the the well the capabilities have been getting better in the public light. And I think next year it's going to be even crazier, but interesting how this is a concern of mine that, uh, this article brings up is that you're going to get deep fakes that validate certain viewpoints of the fringe Mm -hmm. and the fringe are going to share it. And they're going to be like, see, look, this guy, you know, let's, I'm just going to pick a random politician, Ted Cruz, you know, Mm -hmm. they make a deep fake of Ted Cruz saying like, 5g causes COVID and the, you know, COVID uh, vaccine will completely rewrite your DNA to the point where you are no longer human and you will lose your soul and you will be, you know, and, and so that deep fake video comes out, you're going to have a whole bunch of people mistakenly share that. Even if that's partially true, people are going to share it. And, and then the discrediting can happen. They can say, Oh, look, they're just sharing a deep fake. And yeah. it'll be like a big PSYOP, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, the deep fake threat has been growing. I mean, we've been following it for, oh man, at least five years. And, uh, yeah, it's just more of, it's the pinnacle, the sort of Olympus of, um, of postmodernism, you know, where you just can't trust anything. What is truth? It's so relative, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, you know, it, As it stands now, you know, we get a lot of people sending us a lot of videos. We got to we got it. It might just be part of our job description, Gons. We're going to need to invest in some deep fake detection software and training because uh, this is going to be this problem is going to grow. It's just going to keep getting bigger. It's like yeah. it was sort of an imaginary problem last year. Now it's not so imaginary, but not uh, uh, sort of an all-consuming problem. I think next year it may just uh, expedite the process to full-on crisis.
2: Yeah, and I think the uh, the jingle summarizes it well.
0: We are indeed fake. Yeah. See, I think I did a pretty good job on that one. Yep. Not too bad. Um, Okay. Uh, Let's see. One last little thing here. Um, This is coming from cbsnews.com. FDA panel recommends use of Fiverr Fiverr. Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. So there it is. The official recommendation from the FDA, a federal advisory panel on Thursday recommended the emergency use of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The Food and Drug Administration is expected to approve the drug, kicking off massive nationwide operation to get nearly 3 million doses of the vaccine to hospitals and drugstores across the country. You can't do drug stores because, uh, as we know, with the Allergic reactions that can be caused by the vaccine, where if you have any sort of strong allergy, you should not get the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, in the UK, they made it mandatory where you got to have full on resuscitory equipment in the room while you're <laughs> yeah. giving the vaccine. Yeah, you cannot get do not get this vaccine in a drugstore. You will You, you will can never die. Leave. You will never leave the drugstore. And that's just the news. That's not even a conspiracy theory. Yeah. All right. That's all. There's nothing more to add to that. So um, let's take a really quick break because we do need to touch on the Facebook lawsuit. Um, The biggest, its biggest legal battle in years. And then we got a little bit of uh, mind control and a Nephilim update. Uh, That we need to hit before we move into our second stream um, with a Canary Cry radio episode that you're not going to want to miss. You want to mention the the guests for the Canary Cry radio episode again?
2: Yeah, I mentioned earlier, Military Guide to Armageddon, Colonel David J. Jamona and Troy Anderson.
0: That's right. And so we'll be starting that stream just minutes after we end this one. So make sure to stick around and uh, catch it. It's uh, going to be very important. But um, let's see here. I think we should take a quick break. break time. Okay, we're going to zoom through this break. So uh, those of you who don't like me um, proselytizing about the uh, benefits of the value for value model, you're in luck. Today is your day. But we want to take a second and thank some of our producers, because as you may have noticed, we do not advertise, even though we've been given ample opportunities to do so, uh, because we believe advertising is evil for so many reasons, including privacy concerns, big data, and just simple good old-fashioned mind control that we do not want to participate in because we know we'll have to answer for it someday over yonder Um, but instead we rely on listeners who value the program who see the value in uh, you know participating in the ongoing production of media that they value and enjoy and so whether uh, you in appreciate the analysis the education the entertainment whatever it is you like about canary cry news talk you are invited to put value back into the system by becoming a producer and there's a couple ways that you can do that and we can only continue doing the show because of our producers it's not a little bonus they are a uh, an essential aspect of what we do here um and uh first of all you can become a producer financially by heading over to patreon.com slash ccnt for canary cry news talk and today gons we actually got a few uh patreon uh, producers so that's very nice and first of all i want to thank producer watchman studios Watchman Studios. Thank yeah. You. Thank you very much, producer Watchman Studios. Um, I don't, I, seems like something I should check out. Um, next, we have producer Ledushka74. Ledushka. Ledushka74.
2: Thank you very
0: Lidushka. much. And next, we have a new Patreon producer, producer Matt H. Thank you, producer Matt. Thank you very much, Matt. Okie dokie. Now, we also have canary, uh, patreon.com slash canary cry radio. And, uh, we have one upgrading producer, and that's, uh, Aiden M. Thank you, producer Aiden. Thank you very much, producer Aiden. And there you go. So uh, thank you to our Patreon producers for this show, episode 275 of Canary Cry News Talk. Now, if you don't like Patreon, that's okay. A lot of people don't like Patreon, but you can still head over to canarycryradio.com slash support.
1: Canarycryradio.com slash support.
0: That's right. Heading over to canarycryradio.com support. We'll give you the opportunity to uh, become a producer of the show through PayPal. You can come in with a monthly producership or if commitment is not your thing, you can go ahead and uh, produce the show in any amount you like for a one-time deal. Gons, who do we have coming in on PayPal?
2: Days so far, we have a good handful of producers. Rochelle S. Thank you, Michelle. Oh, thank S. you,
0: producer Michelle.
2: Uh, should I mention the amount? It's kind of an interesting amount.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a, okay. It's a yeah, good, it's a seventy-seven
2: dollars and seven cents. I so got the seven-seven-seven. Yeah. So excellent. Thank you, uh, producer Michelle. And next up, producer Sandra B.
0: Woo! Thank, thank you very much, you. producer Sandra. Thank you, producer Sandra. We
2: also have producer Eric X.
0: Ooh, producer Eric X. Thank you.
2: Yes. Uh, and then we have producer Cherie.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, producer Cherie. She's coming in with thirty three seventy five. So the thirty three producership and mixed with uh, seventy five cents as a tax, a Trump tax producership. So there you go. Multi producer producer Sheree. Yes. And
2: uh, producer Cherie says, thank you for all you do. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. And I think we have our executive producer for the show. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Is someone messaging me on Skype? Is that what's going on with the noise?
3: Uh,
2: it might be our guest. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Okay. I'll, I'll check in a moment here. But uh, I wanted to thank producer Aaron W.
0: Oop. Oh, my gosh.
2: My jingle machine freaked out.
0: Here Uh-oh. it is. It just I don't know what happened. Thank you very much. Producer Aaron W executive producer of Canary cry news talk episode 275.
2: And he said, appreciate what you guys are doing. I, uh, surely say that I suspect I might be a knight.
0: Oh, okay. We're going to have to check that out. Uh, producer Aaron, send us an email with your accounting. Just, uh, you know, the, the amounts that believe bring you to knighthood. And we'll be so excited to knight you into the canary cry uh, round table of knights and dames, the first night in a while. So (laughs) I will be very excited to do that on Monday. Aaron, send us a little email. Let's get in contact.
2: Yep. And uh, that's it for the producers with their treasure. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we couldn't, we could not do this show without you. Uh, we've been demonetized, and again, we did not accept advertisements for moral reasons. Yes, <laughs> we're trying to. We're doing the inclusive capitalism, Basil, with <laughs> with producers. <laughs> you know what's so funny?
0: It. You know, it's so funny. You actually make a good point. We really are and have been doing our own version of <laughs> inclusive capitalism or moral imperatives of capitalism <laughs> by not participating in advertising and uh, making our setup more, you know, the value for value model being a more, uh, you know, inclusive opportunity for people to participate in the production of the show. Yes. And
2: uh, so we win. We, we win and uh, there are other ways to support the show with your uh with your ability to produce and that's with contributing your time or your talent you can send us jingles and you can send us art
1: one art please
2: <laughs> and uh first piece of art I would like to share is from Ali and this uh-huh. is man Delorean and that is oh, me
0: this is so good in a wow, man really yeah, she's really got a knack for drawing DeLoreans.
2: You know, i that's one thing I did growing up uh, between the age of maybe like 8 and 12, 13. I drew the DeLorean all the time because I was a big Back to the Future fan. That's like hilarious.
0: Kid. What a fun piece of Gon's trivia. Yeah. <laughs> that should make it onto some sort of, you know, Canary Cry trivia. Um, and yes, for those who are just listening, really uh, expertly done. Um image of gans wearing a mandalorian mask holding baby yoda or gorgu or whatever his name that's, is now that's, i think that's kezo my
2: son as Grogu. Oh, with the ears yeah with yes, the ears with
0: the, <laughs> sorry yeah your son gorgu uh, Grogu. That's what it is. And uh, DeLorean in the background. Very good job. Producer like Allie, one of the youngest producers of Canary Cry Newstock, uh, a prolific artist and and bonds in the chat.
2: Yeah, I, I love it. It's always uh, it always captures the essence of what we talk about, you know, in various yes. ways. Very good. Thank you for that, producer Allie. And uh you know we had one from Incarnate Unlimited and I see you in the chat there. Uh we're going to ask you if you want it shared or not uh because it's part of the calendar. So we'll we'll you know we'll see yeah, about we that. We
0: didn't know if it was for the show or if it was for Yeah,
2: and we'll 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 definitely share it on Monday if you want us to. Uh but for now and we're pressed for time today as well, but we did see it it was great artwork. It's fantastic. So we, we're looking forward to sharing that, but uh in the meantime, we also have a couple pieces from Barzillai. I think it's Barzillai. At least oh, it was is that signed. a new artist. I think so. I don't know. Maybe he. Uh, uh, well, there was a name, but it was signed as Barzillai. So anyway, yeah, it's a. Right. Uh, I have this piece here. It's uh, there's a lot going on. So let me move some some things out of the way for people viewing it. But it is a an entire boy. What, I don't even It's an I
0: spy. It, it, it's it, an I spy scene, is what it is. Is it? And yes, it's it's uh, noted by the following. There's a it's a two parter. Yes. So those who are watching, you see quite the uh, quite the scene going on. It's sort of an apocalyptic scene uh, with samurai and robots and cats. And uh, that looks like uh, Incarnate Unlimited playing guitar over there and uh, drones and aliens. And it's it's a whole big thing because the next image guns. Uh, explains it's the canary cry I spy uh, oh and, okay and see? I get it I get it now and so it's a game you put it up there and uh, you got to find these things obviously samurai guns vr guitar hero basil oh it is me um, BD Beast Police Force, Interdimensional Invaders, Kitty Monster Truck Mayhem, Drone strike Saving Lives, AI Bible Story Time, etc., etc. So it's a an interactive I Spy, uh, Canary Cry I Spy. This is actually, I see a future with this Canary Cry I Spy business. I can do this um, with my
2: three and a half year old daughter.
0: It's a game for all ages. Uh, this is awesome. What was the name of this artist again? Sorry, I need to learn it. Barza, it's not in our notes. We're
2: going to have to double check to make sure what, yeah, what he wants to go to say by. say it
0: with a little bit more confidence. Barzillai. Um, and it's great. The, the title is Canary Cry, I Spy. But the I is, of course, the uh, Illuminati Triangle right. with the I in there. <laughs> um, very good. And I can't wait to get the time to sit down and play this. This might require its own um, sort of Facebook post or something so people can play along. Yes um, so beautiful, beautiful, very good.
2: Very good. And we have one more from epony Blaze. uh let me get the chat bot back up and this one, uh did you see the uh, person of the Year, Times person of the Year is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. so person <laughs> two people, I don't get it, but uh, sh- uh she said she couldn't help herself if we scroll up the Biden Kamala portrait it
0: slowly turns into a reptilianoid <laughs> reptilian beast it's kind of like a uh, a chimera in the sort of greek sense where it's a multi-headed uh lizard being <laughs> it's pretty good or it's funny basilisk. What am I thinking of the, the multi-headed dragon person anyways? Uh, yes, very good. And I understand Ebony blaze why you couldn't help yourself. Yeah.
2: So there (laughs) you go. That is all the artwork we have for today. And, uh, thank you again to all the producers out there. Oh, you know what? I have a uh, snail mail. I forgot about that. We have one from, it was a Christmas card from Ah. the Habibics. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Habibic or Habibic. Canary cry radio and talk. You've meant so much to me over the years. I owe you billions in payment for all the truths you share. Uh, We will accept the billion dollar check, by the way. (laughs) Love in Christ Jesus forever and grace and peace to you for always. So Merry Christmas to my brothers in Jesus. Very good. And uh, a beautiful picture of the kids uh, that I will not share on air here. But uh, thank you so much for that. That was very cool. Very nice of you. And, uh, it's, those are the kinds of, uh, notes that really, I, not only do I appreciate it, but it, it, it proves to my wife that like what we do here is worthwhile because <laughs> <laughs> she was a uh, very, uh, happy about the, uh, Oh, there is, I think, okay. He's trying to call uh, in Don't right get now. distracted. No, I'm sorry. Because our guest is trying to mm. enter well, the call right now. Well, we might right just now.
0: need to switch over and, uh do that interview we only have four minutes until our interview time anyways yeah
2: so. i guess troy didn't tell him or let him know that we're gonna just be. send
0: him a link to the uh to the live stream so he can follow along you yeah, follow along okay hold on uh
2: oh boy there's a lot going on with that because then i have here, to why don't uh,
0: we just finish this up and then you can talk to him while i wrap the show okay all right yeah kay. i'm
2: gonna have to close out the screen here so we're yeah. Okay. There you go. Go ahead. Talk to him, or That's no? I'll radio. talk to him. And uh, <laughs> okay, you, you, you Gonza's getting flustered. Everybody, <laughs> we finally too much. done it.
0: We've got him flustered. <laughs> too much going on. Okay, well, here's what we're going to uh, gonna do, folks. We ran out of time today because we're going to be doing another stream right here in just a few minutes um, for Canary Cry Radio. So don't go anywhere. If you're over on YouTube, you will need to uh, click into a new video. If you're on Twitch, uh, it will just populate right where you're sitting. So just don't go anywhere. Now, here's the thing. Next episode is going to be on Monday. Monday, uh, December 14th. That's Monday, December 14th, sometime between noon and 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So put it on your calendar, turn on notifications, very important. As we start wrapping up the show here today, folks, uh, if you haven't done it, please hit the like button. If you're on YouTube or wherever you are, hit the thumbs up or the heart or whatever you have in front of you. It uh, Not only does it make us feel good, but more importantly, it, it makes the algorithm's know that this show is worth sharing with others. So it's the simplest, um, sort of very effective way that you can help out the show. So thank you for everybody who has done that and please do that again. Like I said, turn on notifications because you never know if uh, you're going to get the notification when we go live. And on top of that, you should follow us on multiple platforms um, because not going to lie, some of the platforms just kind of pick and choose when they're going to tell people that we're doing a show so you can follow us on youtube uh, slash canary cry radio twitch.tv slash canary cry radio or search canary cry radio on d live oh those are the best ways to get the live show now remember Monday, the fourteenth. We're going to need some producers for episode two hundred and seventy-six. So, if you have been considering becoming a producer, if you value this show and you want to keep it going, this is an interactive uh, media. We is not a passive experience for uh, our dear, dear listeners. Um, you know, a passive experience would be like watching the evening news and letting Pfizer advertise their uh, vaccine. To you, um, that's doesn't cost you anything, but also you get the extra bonus of brainwashing. No brainwashing here, folks. If you want the show to keep going, you gotta participate. Become a producer by heading to Patreon.com/CCNT, or if Patreon isn't your thing, you can head to CanaryCryRadio.com/support.
1: Canary, cry radio. .com/support.
0: That's right. canarycryradio.com/support. There's also uh crypto options if you're a crypto person, um but there's also some literature there to learn about the Canary Cry Round Table of Knights and Dames or uh, just also uh, sort of our philosophy about advertising in the value for value model so canarycryradio.com support go learn do now uh, if you're an artist or a musician or anything like that uh, you know you can become a producer by sending us art that is show related make sure it's show related and we uh, um, we like it to be new so you can send that to canarycryradio at gmail.com or if you're a musician or a sound designer Person, you can create jingles or songs or anything like that um, that we can play on the show or after the show. Uh, We might have a a short Canary Cry mixtape at the end of the show. We'll see. A little press for time. But there you go. And uh, there's other ways you can help the show. It really helps the show when you share it. Share it out on your social media. Uh, Send it to a friend. Just hit that little share button. Send it to somebody you love because you all got friends and family who are waking up to the fact that the world is not what it seems. And uh, we can be a part of that journey of theirs. Just go ahead and send them an episode. Uh, Maybe it's this episode. Maybe it's a different episode. Whatever episode it is, um, word of mouth is one of the best ways. uh, Because people trust you and they love you. And that's better than uh, randomly finding a podcast on your own. You can tell them how much you love Canary Cry News Talk. Um, Okay, and if you need any other instructions, here's what you do. You walk right up to them, you grab them by the cage, and then you
3: shake it. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted i shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages! Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me! I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy! Leave a bird alone! Never! Rattle a few cages! Rattle a few cages! The human race will have every opportunity to improve. And if they don't? Ask Noah.
0: That's right, just ask Noah. Okay, one last time. We'll be back on Monday, December 14th, sometime between noon and 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you so much, Gons. Do you have any last words? Nope. Stay
2: tuned for people that are here live uh, for the military guide to Armageddon. It's going to be a separate stream, so look for that. And yeah, that's it. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody.
0: There you go. And like Gon said, if you're on YouTube, you're going to need to go to whatever channel you're watching this on, whether it's Canary Cry Radio or the Face Like the Sun channel. A new stream will pop up there. If you're on Twitch, I think you can just stay put. It'll pop right up for you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Canary Cry News Talk. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage. things up. Leave the bird alone. I want to stir up some controversy. I want to rattle a few cages.
1: I want to rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. I am the last dang man. You'll never silence me. I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy. Little guy. Well, we'll see about that. Whatever, Illuminati.
0: Don't, 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 don't even get me started on bidets, man a days man a days man i'm 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 telling you you are living the life man a days man
3: Say th-